Welcome to the Signal Mountain Bible Church Men's Vision Cast. Men encouraging men to live alive to the King and engaged with those the King has given us to, one day at a time. Welcome in men. We are so glad to get to share some time with you on this next vision cast and are really thankful for the opportunity to get to spend a few minutes with you. I just want to do a brief review. We had a Christmas break on the vision cast. Um, We did not have one in December, but we're re-engaging now. And we wanted to take just a few months to lay out just some common ground vision of things that we might be thinking about together as a brotherhood at Signal Mountain Bible Church. And so um, as we started, we thought a little bit about just being the beloved of God and living in our identity as sons and that being the basis of who we are and how we're living our life. And that's obviously really easy to say and not always very easy to necessarily be living out, but still that is our identity. We then moved to a time where um, John and Lewis led us in thinking about being rooted in God's Word and not in a trite way, but literally in a it's the guts of our life kind of way that if we truly are not connected into the Word on a regular basis in some form, that that is actually a, a place of concern for us. And then our third vision cast, I spent some time just thinking about that we would be pursuing spiritual community, and I related a just a personal family story of just walking through some difficulties in my own family and how I was aware of all of the different groups of people that God was using in my life in conversation, in prayer, in support, and that that was a again, not in a superficial way, but it was literally the framework of how God was helping me to process through those things. And then today, I have a really special joy and honor as we think about specifically as men, certainly of Signal Mountain Bible Church, but of any other man who might listen to this, about being curious with one another in conversation. And as I was thinking about whom I might want to have this conversation with, I actually wanted to introduce a very, very important person in my life. And hanging out with BJ and I this morning in BJ's office is my dear brother, Jimmy Davis, who is first and foremost my friend of a long time. We met each other in in, uh, middle school and high school, And we were not super close friends, but out of going to the same church in Charlotte, North Carolina, we then ended up in, for sure, the movement of God. We ended up going to the same college. We went to Bryan College. Shout out to Gary Phillips. (laughs) And um, we ended up rooming for our four years of Bryan College together. And that literally propelled us into ongoing relationship and friendship through thick and thin, through hard and wonderful, through children and now grandchildren. 
to literally the present day where Jimmy also lives on Signal Mountain with his bride, Christine, and um, they are here, and Jimmy is the pastor at Mountain Fellowship, one of our sister churches on the mountain. So all that is to say, welcome. Really glad that you're here. Thank you. And um, so I wanted to just get to enjoy thinking today about being curious in conversation with other brothers. And um, I wanted to, before we do that, just to, to ask you to tell our friends who are listening a little bit about how you got here and just what's happening with you in your life right now. So, Okay. Um, Christine and I have been here on Signal for four years now. Actually, coming up here in the next week or so will be our four-year anniversary of being at Mountain Fellowship. And uh, I've been in youth ministry most of my life um, and a pastor of discipleship and teaching and things like that. But uh, the Lord gave us the opportunity to come to Mountain Fellowship and to lead a church as the senior pastor for the first time in my ministry life. And uh, it's a joy. It's um, very difficult at times. It's the hardest job I've ever had, but it's the best job I've ever had. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we love the people of Mountain Fellowship. We love Signal Mountain. Christine grew up here in Chattanooga. and um, Went to Chattanooga Christian School. Chattanooga Christian, nice. yep. And uh, we met at Bryan. And so um, this area is home to us. We're really glad to be here. Uh, so... That's a little bit about us. We have three grown children, all of whom, well, two of whom graduated from Covenant and one who is still there. But And for those of y'all who might not know this, in November of 2019, I actually became aware of the position 2018. Okay, thank you, that's BJ. Right. Yeah, that's right. BJ's a part of this conversation with us. Um, thank you. The, the, the our months and years, they are running together these our, days. Our producer is <laughs> correcting the details in real time. Um, so Jimmy was already here with his family up on Signal, and um, really quickly the story is is that he became aware of the fact that Signal Mountain Bible Church was looking for a youth pastor. And um, I received that email from him, and um, we were currently in Knoxville, and I did not immediately respond to looking at it and responding to it. But interestingly, the very first phone call that I made to Signal Mountain Bible Church, and the only thing that I knew about Signal Mountain Bible Church is that our former Bible prof from Bryan College, Gary Phillips, Mm -hmm. was currently the pastor. Mm -hmm. And so on one particular afternoon, walking around outside at the Korean Church of Knoxville, where I currently was in Knoxville, I called to talk to Gary, and the first person that I got on the phone was B.J. Smith, whom I had never talked to ever (laughs) in my life. And so B.J. was actually my first interfacing and so, actually, it is really special because, for me because God really used you 
as just a, a conduit of making me aware of this opportunity. And likewise, um, Signal Mountain Bible Church is a beautiful, um, complex place like every church is. And Lee mm-hmm. and I are so delighted to be here. So, And it's kind of cool that it's the three of us sitting here together today. <laughs> um, you have had a pretty significant life change at your house within the last year. So tell uh-huh. us about that. Yeah. Um, back in April of 2021. Are you sure it was 2021? I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I'm, just, I'm getting lost. Was it 2018? <laughs> I'm not sure. BJ? Well, um, it was last April. Um, we moved my mom and dad from Wilmington, North Carolina, to Signal Mountain to live in our house with us. Um, They were uh, getting a little older and starting to have some physical limitations and and issues going on. And Christine and I had an empty nest and just said, you know, we want you to be with us. And so we invited them to come and the Lord worked out selling their house. and uh, so we went out and packed them up and moved them over here. And the plan is that we are in the process of uh, building a house together um, out in Sequatchie County. Uh, we'll have a house, and they'll have a little cottage right next to us. So we're in the process of that. So, But in the meantime, they're living with us, and uh, about... I don't know, was it two months? Two months or so after they moved in, we learned that my dad has prostate cancer, Mm -hmm. uh, which wasn't on the radar. We didn't know that when they moved here, and we're just grateful for the timing uh, that God put into place to get him here for this time of of getting him his treatment and taking care of him. Um, They could not have... They couldn't have done this by themselves out in North Carolina. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Um, but he's doing well, and just got about two more weeks of radiation treatment, and getting a little stronger every week. So, it's been it's been a wild ride, but it has <laughs> been a wild ride. And I'm right. I'm aware that um, that is a really significant change for your mom and dad. Yeah to go from them living in their house of many years in an area that was their stomping grounds, family connection. And so a major change for them. And then also a major change for you and Christine as well. And I think it's been beautiful, but it's also been hard. Yeah, it it has been. And, And for them, it was a huge move. They've never lived uh, they've never lived in Tennessee, um, and that where they were living is where my dad grew up, and so Carver's Creek, Carver's Creek, North Carolina, mm-hmm. and uh, so for him to to leave his home um, and come be with us um, was a huge step. Um, it's the first time we've all lived in the same place together since we've been married, and. 30 years and in the same place in the same place in the same house (laughs) that's right so Mm -hmm. it's a sacrifice for all of us to live together they're 
wonderful guests. Um, we all get along well, but, um, you know, they don't have their own space and our space has got people in it. And the reality is sometimes that's just hard, but, um, they are very gracious and the Lord is helping us to try to be gracious and we're doing it. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that is, um, that is familiar as Granny has been, Leah's mom has lived with us for yeah. a, lo- a lot of years. Yep. And one of the things that has been a joy over the, especially the year that they've been here as it's all moving towards a year mm-hmm. is that um, we decided that we would do somewhat regular monthly family dinner nights and mm-hmm. we had a strong suspicion that our children would rarely ever be there and for the most part that's panned out but we have been able to gather with lee and i and you and christine and your parents and leah's mom and we've done it a number of times and it's been simple yep but it's been really special very and sweet and it's been really very humbling to know that our aging parents are living in our houses with us and it is both enriching our lives and stretching us and them and God is using that in all of us. Yep. And that's been a really, really cool thing. It's been very sweet. Yep. Thank you for sharing about that. I'm aware that you are the man that I've probably had the most ongoing conversations with. I've had lots of conversations with my with our sons. Taylor is now moving towards 30, so I've known you longer than that. But I'm aware that you're the person that I feel like, whether we lived in the same place or not, Yep. we've had the most conversations in an ongoing manner. And um, it... Uh, and before we started earlier, Jimmy referred to wondering if we were going to talk about something. There's a little bit of an inside joke amongst <laughs> our wives that um, over the years that instead of maybe at times talking about things that matter, that Jimmy and I like to talk about the musical group called Cool in the Gang mm. um, from back in the day. Um, and <laughs> BJ <laughs> smiling. And <laughs> um, it's become an affectionate way honestly, of an encouragement and a spurring on of it is actually really easy and at times really preferable to exist in conversation in a more shallow place. Mm -hmm. And as a man, I feel the pull towards I don't really want to enter into deeper conversation and... um, you have been one of the primary people in my life that have we have weathered periods of time where our conversation has not necessarily had a lot of curiosity or depth to it. Um, right now, I can remember over the decades of friendship several intersections where we've sat together and you have said to me, I really want us to go deeper together. I really have a desire to keep pushing into conversation where we are really expressing things that are happening that maybe we don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has that has marked me. And I I am deeply thankful you and I 
usually are with another buddy on Tuesday mornings mm-hmm. at Wimpy's down in Saudi Daisy, which mm-hmm. has become kind of a deer spot. Um, and our conversation fluctuates between whoever seems to be under the most pressure at the moment <laughs> right? and the more catastrophic things going on. Um, but I, I really appreciate the risk that you have taken with me at different times to say over longevity and friendship, I want, I want us to keep pushing deeper and man, we've had some really hard, awkward, difficult conversations just with each other. And I'm just popping into my mind or some of the conversations that we had as college students. I think that I'll bypass sharing some of those. Thank you. But <laughs> because I because I know several that you're thinking about, like, yeah, we don't really want to mention that here. No. Um, <laughs> into married life, into having children into now Lee and I having grandchildren as well. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for risking. Um, it's for sure not that we constantly are talking about deep, meaningful things, but there has been a practicing over the years of we, we need that. So um, I'll be quiet. Talk about the, the risk and talk about the the gift of entering into conversation with other men. Yeah, I, I want to follow up and say one of the things that I have always appreciated about you, let's go back to our Tuesday morning, you, me, and Doug having our breakfast at Wimpy's. So we may we may come each with difficult things going on or, you know, struggles at home, at work, or whatever that we're talking about. But one of the things that you always do is not that you you ignore the details of whatever's going on, but rather than just let's all try to fix the problems for each other, you always ask, so, so how are you in the middle of this? So how's your heart in the middle of whatever's going on? Um, and, and I think that's part of what we're talking about when we say being curious with each other it's not just curious about the details of the problems which is fine we want to get there um but to go beyond that and be curious about how am i as a man how am i as a son of my father uh brother to jesus you know person who has the spirit in me husband father friend how how am I experiencing what's going on? How am I wrestling with God over what's going on? So you, you're consistently, and I'm sure everybody who knows you who's listening to this podcast will go, yes, that's what Damon does. But it's a gift, and it's, it's a gift to us. So thank you mm-hmm. for doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes risk because, you, you know, what is somebody going to think when you're pressing into their heart? Um, or what are you going to get back from them when you, when you start asking those kind of questions? Uh, I was thinking of a, a time when I was living in Dallas in seminary, and there were some friends of ours that uh, we had connected with, and 
this guy and I would get together and we'd play Madden football on our Sega Genesis. <laughs> That's hilarious. What is that? <laughs> yeah. Google it. Um, but that, we just had fun playing the game, you know, and that was sort of what we did. And we'd get together for lunch or coffee or whatever and talk. But there came a point after a couple of years when they, he got another job somewhere else and they moved away. And they were a couple that we spent a lot of time with. And I remember sitting in a restaurant with him uh, right before he, they moved and just rec- realizing and recognizing and then kind of confessing to him, you know, I really wish that I had dug deeper in our friendship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I've it's been great you know not that playing Madden together isn't good you know it's fun mm-hmm. but I really regret not getting deeper with you and he and he said me too mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so I remember that experience and I think it it would have taken a lot of courage for me, for him. And so one of us would have had to be the one to break the ice and say, can we talk about more than just Madden and Mm -hmm. whatever's going on? Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, that story kind of came to my mind as Mm -hmm. as you were talking about risk and being intentional. Mm -hmm. Um, I uh, have this quote that I have... um, come across by Larry Crabb, who has been a significant mentor in my life. He is now dead to the earth and very much alive to Christ. But he has been someone whom, through his writing and through his life, has been one to, and I haven't really thought about it this way, but almost the attitude is like, why not? Why not press further and seek and seek to risk because you may not know what you're missing? And that's basically exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. But he says um, this quote. He said, most people um, tuck their soul out of sight and try desperately to ignore that something is missing that they can't supply. We speak few words that come out of an honest look into our soul. And few words are spoken to us that inspire courage to take an honest inside look that give us hope that painful authenticity could lead to real life. And then he also said, If the story of our soul is never told, if the secrets of our hearts are never shared, if the struggles of our life are never heard, then we are living the tragedy of an unobserved life. Now, even as I read that, I can hear somebody listening to this thinking, oh, my gosh, that's just so overly dramatic. (laughs) Um, Those words seem just really big and lofty. And I'm saying at 53, you as my elder at 54, (laughs) um, I'm finding that to be true, that there there is a danger and, it, and I think it's a sad danger of many of us ending up living an unobserved life. Why would I, and, and what pans out of that is, is why would I live an unobserved life? Because I don't want to be observed. 
because I do know what's in there. It's pretty pretty ugly at times. It's pretty sick at times. But over time, being in a place where there is a revealing of what I really am like, Larry Crabb, the phrase that he uses is being ugly in the presence of love. And I have experienced that with you over over the years. And I'm aware that has really impacted my life along the way. So um, you, we talk about the Super Bowl. We talk about the Cowboys. If they were to hire Sean Payton, I think it would be sick. I think it would be crazy. But um, <laughs> let's try something. <laughs> um, what I what what I'm not saying is is that every moment of every conversation is this overly serious soul stirring scenario, but if our conversation is only relatively on a surface level, then I'm aware that we're missing something that God would have for us. Um, so there are three guys right now at our church. Jared and Jason and Paul and they are really showing some movement in just some energy towards men's ministry um, and um, one of them has created a little logo for a retreat flyer and on it is a big huge anvil and it has the words iron sharpens iron mm-hmm. and I'm aware that that really is that idea that mm-hmm. when we're in a place where we're curious with one another and we're pressing below what is maybe not necessarily uh, what I would always go to, that there is a sharpening that's happening in the midst of that. Mm-hmm. So thank you for your time. And yeah. um, I wanted to give everybody a sneak peek, and this will be kind of fun because Jason and Jared and Paul don't know that next month they will actually be three who are having a conversation about some of the things that they're just wondering about and thinking about in men's ministry at our church. So that's a little preview. And for you three guys that are just hearing that as you're listening to that, (laughs) I hope that you'll have fun anticipating that. And BJ will have to think about how we add a third voice with another mic or something. But I'm deeply thankful that I got to be with you today. Thank you for investing time in the men of our church and i'm just going to actually pray us out and then we'll uh stay tuned for the next time father son and spirit thank you for the opportunity to sit with my brothers today thank you for bj and his care over the details in this time and i want to thank you for jimmy and i want to thank you for the unusual gift of three plus decades of friendship that has been very very consistent in my life there have been very very difficult moments times where i have confessed sin to him there have been very very funny fun moments and there have been uh, a lot of mundane weekly just sharing about things happening in our lives together and i'm aware that it is having a deep impact in my life and i want to thank you for that and i want to pray god as any man who might listen to this i pray that you might use even just this simple conversation not to say you suck at your conversations that's not that's not the point um the point is is that you would invite 
to there being more in our conversations with one another and as we press into that what we might experience and how we might uh, grow uh, deeper with you and with one another as we seek as a brotherhood to practice being curious with one another so thank you god for the opportunity to share this time today i pray that you would bless and use these words as you wish and we pray in jesus name Amen. Amen.